Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network. Two hours down, one to go here on the Pro Football Blitz, previewing every single angle for NFL Conference Championship Weekend. Here from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas, I'm Ben Wilson, back with Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver. I love doing these deep dives, Mike. We've just done an entire hour on each game, Mm -hmm. and here's the fun part. We still have more angles to get into because there's props, (laughs) futures, awards in the playoffs we can can try and tackle. So to, to recap, we both like San Francisco tomorrow in game one. Have those that San Francisco teased. Also like, look, as much as you can like a team for a game that feels like a coin flip, we each teased Kansas City early in the week when that was in teaser range. It's not anymore, so we would not advocate doing that now. And I also did tease Cincinnati, which you can do now. So basically it is open up in games we feel like that will be tight. Open up opportunities to cash either middles or teasers, and that is our strategy at least pregame. Uh, heading into tomorrow. Right. I mean, either way, the Eagles could win and the Bengals could win. But I just need one possession games. That's all I need to cash a ticket. Um, so a safe bet given the yeah. tight nature of the handicap. Right, right, say. absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of people are trying to predict uh, uh, these games. I did that in the very beginning uh, of my time as a better, you know, because forever I couldn't bet. And then certainly I was scared to bet the National Football League as a former player. Uh, and uh, so – I used to try to predict the win or predict the outcome and all that. I'm like, man, that's not the way to go. Exact a score parlay, like (laughs) 27, 23. Sure, sure. So now it's more, you know, probabilities and, uh, you know, profiles uh, has really worked for me. Um, So, yeah, there we go. I I like the situations of one possession games uh, with the conference championships. There's also the angles of props, which we'll start Mm -hmm. right now, beginning with the NFC. And a good lesson, too, to – Think about as you get ready for the conference championship games. If you have not been somebody who's playing a lot of player props this year, don't feel like you have to start diving deep into the menu now and firing out a bunch of props because the markets with fewer games, Mike, it's fair to say, have only gotten tighter. Sure. Less edges to be had now in the prop market. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, the, where's the value going to be too and all that too, I mean, when you shop around. But um, it, it, they're just priming you and getting you ready for the Super Bowl, the big game. Uh, with mm-hmm. props, too, because everybody's going to have a book on those, and that's going to be fun. Uh, so these are the precursor, and this is like uh, can get you ready for it. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not willy-nilly just chasing numbers either. You know, I mean, it's got to have the right value uh, uh, circumstances for me uh, to chase some props. No doubt. It's a, yeah. it's a good way to think about it as, as you get ready for the, the slates of the player prop menu. Having said that, if there's a player you really like, 
If there's a situation you feel like could lead to a lack of success for a player, that's who we're here to break them down. On the NFC side, starting with the with the quarterbacks first in the passing props, Toprak Purdy has playoff game number one. Mike goes mm. crazy against Seattle, throws for 332 yards, three touchdowns. Last week was a ginormous struggle, 214 yards through the air against Dallas. It's a 222.5 prop on the passing yards, and you're essentially, the books are basically saying, we, th- we believe that this performance and the game flow will be much more similar to last week than it was in week one of the playoffs. With how bad Philadelphia is defending the run and how Kyle Shanahan as a game manager is likely to put his quarterback in, in more conservative positions to not make big mistakes and, and just take the short throws over the middle, I would only be looking under on that passing yard prop and, and thinking that San Francisco elects to rely more on the ground game tomorrow. Well, I mean, look at the attempts, too. I mean, we're looking at, what, 31 and a half for attempts for Brock Purdy? I mean. He would have gone, even in the <laughs> even in the first game when he went wild, he only had 30 attempts, 29 <laughs> attempts last week. Yeah, I mean, uh, and last week was more indicative of a Brock Purdy, though, from a stat standpoint. You know, it was barely over 200 yards, that kind of thing. You can throw in a couple of touchdowns, if you will, when – well, you know, the other stats, if he's throwing a ball for over 300 yards, I mean, other things are happening. He's probably playing a poor defense or something like that. But 31 and a half passing attempts. And you look at the yards, too. So uh, yards after the catch, I, I think, are going to be essential for um, Brock Purdy. You know, the shorter passes. You know, those are things that uh, you can get out on timing and rhythm. And, okay, you're not going to be under pressure with that. You're not going to have to – diagnose coverages and, uh, and stuff like that either if uh, if Philly wants to kind of confuse them. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I can't see – I mean, 31 and a half, and a lot of things are going wrong uh, if Brock Purdy has to throw the ball that many times. Oh, I mean, the fact that he only threw 30 times in a game that the 49ers controlled and won, that was – you know, that was also an indicator. You score over 40 points, and you're still only attempting 30 passes. Mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe you would be going over well, a number like that. But I, I get what you're saying because, yeah. again, it's also game flow, and if the Niners are in a desperate situation, do they get super aggressive? I just don't see that being the case with how good their defense is. Right. I mean, I mean, think about it, too, from a coaching standpoint. If this game – say you're in the second quarter and this game is tied. Uh, okay, you get after halftime, you get to the second half, uh, and it's a field goal game, right? I mean – you're still within your game plan. You're still going to operate that way, and you're not going to skew it. I think the only time you try to skew it uh, is if you're down maybe three possessions in a football game, especially in a conference championship. If you're down three possessions, then your game plan is out the window, uh, and you're probably throwing the ball each and every time. Yeah, and that's where, that's where you have to kind of keep these in mind from the mm-hmm. prop standpoint. When, when the game flow gets way, way haywire, <laughs> that's where sometimes the numbers, either to the good or to the bad, can get out of control. But – this is, I, I, again, any game can take any sort of shape or form, but this is a game we both profile to be played pretty close to the vest, very tight throughout, not huge edges for either team, meaning there can be some more opportunities where you feel like there is value right. on the player prop front. Uh, for Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, I, I look at his passing yard prop, it's 250 and a half, threw for 154 last week, but it was also a game where the Eagles were in complete domination from way out in front. He didn't need to throw the ball a ton. 50 and a half is Hurts' rushing prop, now, he ran for 82 yards last year in a regular season meeting against San Francisco, but at the time was much more reliant on his legs than he is now. Mm-hmm. But if, if, you're, if you're making me pick between those two, the only one I would look at is the, is the rushing prop and, and looking toward potentially an over there for Hertz, uh, considering he you – know, I, I still am a believer that he'll be relying on his legs in this game. And San Francisco is going to do a lot of things with the pass rush to avoid him having a lot of time to throw deep downfield. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is uh... – is a running back who's turning into an accomplished passer. Uh, his skill set, you know, when he was first at Alabama, he, they went to Tua because he couldn't throw. Uh, and so now you learn how to throw with Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, and uh, the throws are easier for you because they're, they are kind of pre-programmed for you. Um, from a pocket passing standpoint, you know, Jalen, he's still emerging. He's still developing that way. But how do you simplify that if you're the Eagles and Shane Steichen, Nick uh, Sirianni, uh, you bring in A.J. Brown and you create a matchup. And, okay, if that ball is not going A.J. Brown, then you're throwing it away or you're throwing it to uh, Devontae Smith if that's your second option or Dallas uh, uh, Goddard if that's your second option. But a- after second option, you're probably going to run it, right, or throw it away. So um, he's not that, you know, that pocket guy, right? Not yet. I mean, I think he has a chance to get there. Uh, so with that in mind, I mean – over 250, was it 250 yards? Yeah, yeah 250, I mean, and 250 and a half. I mean, 
Seems Oof. like a fair number. It's right? a fair number. Yeah. It's a fair number, but I, I I don't know the value on that yeah. from what I, what I want to do with a prop situation. I think um, part of our hesitation too is we, we're both undecided as far as the actual total. Right. So we, we could each see it going either way, and that also leads you into thinking, okay, if if you like an over, you're probably going to look towards some of the the props that would trend toward an mm-hmm. over. Vice versa, if you like the under, but we, we both feel like there's a, a each team has different paths to winning the game. Yeah. So I, so I wouldn't look at, you know, unless, look, it would be more of the specific, the rushing or receiving props, which we'll look at mm-hmm. uh, here in a second. But uh, Hertz, and I should say, I said 50 and a half a second ago, it's 46 and a half at DraftKings, 47 and a half at BetMGM. So, like, it's not an insanely high number, but that's, that is the one angle if you were going to play a quarterback prop that uh, at least yeah. I'd be looking at. The, the one prop that stands out for both these guys to me, and again, shop around it depending on the number, uh, is the interceptions, a half. Mm-hmm. Like, like, are these two quarterbacks going to go mistake-free? In this game, I mean that's from a probability standpoint, right? right? Um, so, <laughs> if both these quarterbacks can go mistake free, then we're in for a well oh, of a game. Well, the odds are Purdy <laughs> over is minus one forty. Okay, there Hertz you go. Hertz over plus one hundred five. Well, so the see? assumption is you know, kind of correlating the experience. Yeah, Hurt, there going Hertz on. plus money for Hertz in mistake like free it? football game against that defense. Uh, I don't, look again. I love the 49ers defense. Yeah. I can see it uh, from the rushing props angle. You have Miles Sanders, the mm-hmm. leading target for. Philadelphia is at 51.5. Christian McCaffrey right now at DraftKings is at 58.5. Over is plus money. It's actually even money right now. Bet MGM McCaffrey at 57.5. Sanders also at 51.5. How would you look to attack the leading backs for both of these teams? Well, I mean, you start with Christian McCaffrey, of course. I mean, he's got to break one, though, um, which I, I think with the way that they block it, uh, again, you're negotiating safeties if it's blocked right. If, if Kyle Shanahan is called the right play at the right time, than a running back for San Francisco. And I say a running back because it could be anybody uh, from a prop standpoint. But if it's Christian, uh, then you're negotiating a safety. Uh, and that, that can happen multiple times in this football game. That's how well the San Francisco 49ers blocked the running game. It's interesting now. Like, I mean, Kaepernick, he's had this incredible touchdown streak, and I, can't, mm-hmm. I keep thinking about that, eight straight. But only 35 rushing yards last week, and yeah. he's clearly been less than 100%, but he's found ways to deal with the calf injury each mm-hmm. week to get him ready uh, for game day. So I, what you're saying, I totally get it. makes a lot of sense. Up from the receiving prop angle, you know how much you love your tight ends. Yes. <laughs> last week we were on the show, Mike Pritchard cashes live on the air, a 12-1 to 1 Dallas Goddard, mm-hmm. first touchdown score. Right. Uh, you have Goddard, who's in that 45-and-a-half range, George Kittle on the Niners side as a tight end in the 45-and-a-half range, given – the lack of experience for Purdy on one side at quarterback and the lack, you know, look in general, Jalen hurts while there could be some deep shots there mm-hmm. and have been this year, a guy who's likely not to want to make any big mistakes against a, a very aggressive San Francisco defense. Tar- could those again, tight ends be targets you would look at? Oh yeah. Prop oh yeah. I mean, tight ends, and a half, that's not a bad number. tight ends are difference makers. And, and these two tight ends, I mean, uh, Kittle is a comfort for Brock Purdy, uh, you know, catch radius. Cause Brock has missed some passes high and, uh, from a catch radius standpoint, Kittle helps you out. I mean, we saw that catch that he made against the Cowboys, right? Um, way out in front of him, but Kittle made up for it and made a spectacular play. I think Dallas Goddard is incredible, too. When he got banged up early in the year, the adjustment offensively for the Eagles was going to be difficult, and it was. But now that he's healthy along with A.J. Brown, I mean, uh, those are situations I would definitely be attracted to. You going back to the first touchdown um, market in this game? You I know what? The first touchdown is going to be a tough one. This one, this week. Goddard anytime. Kittle anytime. Goddard, any, Goddard, Goddard Kittle. and Kittle anytime. Anytime, absolutely, Oof. absolutely. Interesting. We'll do props for the AFC Championship game when we return on the Pro Football Blitz. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests and tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe we were do- doing some digging like during mm-hmm. the break anytime touch anytime touchdowns dallas goddard plus 175 okay. tickle your interest for the nfc championship game uh and then how about uh, you go down to the the george kittle level plus 165 so yeah. a couple of nice plus money props there that you're looking at tight ends to be targeted in the nfc championship. not tickling me but um definitely george kittle um, oh, okay i like the number though you don't want to go that so you don't, you're not yeah. going that aggressive no, they're not going to tickle oh, me oh, yeah. but i <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to be that aggressive with that. He just okay. You got extra money to spend. You had the twelve to one. I, I know. Uh, first no, touchdown. I like the George Kittle. Uh, that's that's a nice. What's two thirty? Right, we got two thirty on the screen. Plus that is yes. Yeah, so BetMGM plus two thirty. Mm-hmm. Kittle all the way down to plus one sixty five at DraftKings. Yeah. No, I, I mean yeah. Brock Purdy has really leaned on George Kittle. I mean, think about that crossing route that he threw in that game against Dallas. Mm-hmm. He had the option front side, shallow and deep. But then he actually waited, flipped his hips, and went across field to Kittle. That's how much trust he has in that. Uh, so that, to me, is a tendency for Brock Purdy that he's going to be looking for Kittle. Like, when in doubt, I, I'm sure the coaches probably say, when in doubt, find George Kittle. Yes. At, uh, the little teaser, this will be a topic for our last segment of the show, which is looking at Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. odds. Okay. Because there, like, there's a case to be made, especially with how often San Francisco – they use their tight ends and, pre- and, and the rest of their offensive players in pre-stap motion. They love to throw the ball over the middle of the field, right. create space. Kittle works perfectly in that offensive scheme. Mm-hmm. Had the, really the play that changed the game last week against Dallas. I could see a, a world in which he changes the game this week with a big catch. Just yeah, like just watch him on tape. I mean, he makes defensive backs miss at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That's how good he is off the line. And uh, obviously Kyle and, and that offense will hide him. Uh, with formations and stuff like that, movement too, if they need to. Use check is another guy that they'll do that with, but uh, I think uh, Brock Purdy has a lot of trust in George Kittle. Oh, absolutely, and it's why I have a lot of trust in Brock Purdy. He's a better <laughs> okay. coming into this week. Uh, <laughs> let's transition though to some of the props on the Cincinnati Kansas City side. It's it's hard to make a case to want to bet a Patrick Mahomes prop, any sort of prop pregame, mm-hmm. because of how little we know and how uncertain his high ankle sprain situation is. But from the Joe Burrow perspective. This is a guy who's been red hot, leading a Cincinnati team that has been the hottest in the league, especially on the AFC side, and have that 21-5 and five against the spread mark dating back to last season in the last 26 games. 277.5 is the passing yardage prop for Burrow, but as effective as he has been, if you look at the last two playoff games, Mike, only 242 through the air last week against Buffalo, only 209 in a 24-17 home win against Baltimore uh, round one. So you are there is a bit of a tax being baked in because mm-hmm. of how popular and good of a player uh, Joe Burrow is. It's, what do you make, though, of the fact that he's been under 250 each of the first two playoff games in wins for Cincinnati? Yeah, I mean, one, it was a divisional game, Baltimore, and then the other one was um, 
uh, a familiar game, a familiar opponent, but yet the elements too, right? I mean, the snow and all that. But uh, they started running the football, and, it, and Buffalo couldn't stop it. So uh, I think the easiest path to victory for the Bengals was to continue to run the football. Uh, I think when they wanted to throw it, they could. They found their weapons. They certainly found Jamar Chase. And uh, I, the Bengals, they, they have the best receiving unit um, from a talent standpoint in the AFC, right? I mean, in the National Football League, uh, you can make an argument for other ones, but uh, you got two number ones in T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, and then Boyd is right there, really. Um, uh, you throw in the tight end, Hayden Hurst, too. I mean, um, he's emerged uh, certainly for uh, Joe Burrow, Mixon mm-hmm. as well out the backfield, Pirine out the backfield. I mean, all those guys. So uh, it's a core that established something that's never been done before last year, 25 years of the age or younger, 25 years old or younger. Uh, and, you know, now they're a year into that core too. So uh, it, they they have a lot of confidence. Um, if they need to rev it up, it's going to be tough though. I That's, that's where I'll um, – respect the fact that he hasn't really been that prolific is that how do they just rev it up automatically? I mean, that's going to be tough. Wouldn't this be as a result, one of those cases where instead of looking at yardage props for Cincinnati, which sure, I mean, they they're appealing numbers out there, especially when Mm -hmm. you have a Tyler Boyd and a Hayden Hayden Hurst, popular targets who are under 35 right now in the reception yardage markets, right? With how quickly Joe Burrow gets the ball out of his hands, how accurate of a passer he is, wouldn't this be a game where the re- just the pure reception props make a lot more sense on the Cincinnati side? Yeah, you know, Hayden Hurst is interesting. Um, receptions, pure receptions, um, you're looking at with three and a half. Three like, and how half. many times are they going to generate play action, like if the running game's not working? Because Hayden Hurst, from a basic cross standpoint, he's not a sharp route runner, but he is an area route runner, right? And um, I-, I think you try to get him into areas because he is a big body uh, you know, reception props, Jamar Chase is elevated because a lot of times he'll release off the line of scrimmage with nobody in front of him. They'll just pop him the football, right? Okay, run after the catch. Jamar Chase used to be a running back. So the run after the catch for that guy is phenomenal. Um, you know, T. Higgins is a true wide receiver, uh, a number one wide receiver. Um, Pam was talking about uh, Tyler Boyd, you know, 34 and a half. That, that's interesting. Uh, from a third matchup, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how, how often do they get to that? They split him out wide sometimes to feature him uh, too, so that could be interesting. But uh, Joe Mixon, you know, Joe Mixon to me, receptions, three and a half, uh, the back out of the backfield, the nature of the way I think Spack's going to play defensively. There's an opportunity too for Joe Mixon to go over if you're going to cheer for that. Uh, from a receiving yard standpoint, over 22 and a half, and also with receptions as well. My guy who just had a great game running the ball mm-hmm. out of the backfield. Do they try to use him more in pass catching type situations? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you missed it earlier, Pam Maldonado from Yahoo Sportsbook, her props for this game, it is Tyler Boyd over three and a half receiving, uh, just receptions. And you can get that at plus 105 right now at DraftKings. Yeah. And there's also uh, the other prop she had was the Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown, also under. 21 and a half completions for that uh, Philadelphia San Francisco game. I look at the Kansas city side and from receiving props, you look at Travis Kelsey first and foremost, <laughs> right? Because the guy just had 14 catches for 98 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 13 of those catches came on throws under 10 air yards. It was 13 catches on 13 targets. Like the guy was unstoppable on the short throws over the middle. Some were from Patrick Mahomes pre and post injury. Some were from backup quarterback, Chad Henney. You would assume, given the high-profile nature of the game, that this prop would get blown way, way up. You'd have to pay a huge tax. But as we look at it, it hasn't actually changed all that much from last week. Kelsey's at six and a half receptions. The over is heavily juiced. You're going to have to pay a tax there. Minus 155. I'm a little surprised, Mike. That, that number did not tick up to either a seven or seven and a half this week, considering how popular the player is. And the recent production. They have jacked up the receiving yards the market oh, has. Yeah. Now to 78 and a half. That's a lot to pay for a tight end. But uh, the receptions we're showing on, if you're watching us on uh, vsin.com or YouTube TV, BetMGM has gone to seven and a half, but you can find plenty of six and a half still out there. Yeah, you can. I mean, the only thing attractive about Travis Kelsey from a betting standpoint would be first touchdown. Um, it's plus 700. You know, anytime touchdown, you can go with that if you want. It's minus 115. Uh, more so than receiving yards, 78 and a half, um, because there's so much in play for that, right? Uh, anytime touchdown, minus 115 versus whatever you're going to pay for receptions, which you're going to pay up, is juiced up to, for the over. Mm-hmm. Uh, receiving yards, 78 and a half, you're going to pay up for that too, over, right? Uh, so 
I, yeah, I, I, the only thing that's attractive from a Kelsey standpoint would be first touchdown, uh, because I can see that happening. First touchdown, Travis Kelsey uh, plus seven hundred. That's not a bad number. No. I'm just a little surprised to see, and the Kansas City is favored, so normally you'd expect the favored team to have the favorite on the touchdown scores list. Mm-hmm. Now at BetMGM, Kelsey is technically the favorite, but I'm looking at DraftKings. Joe Mixon is taking taking a ton of money. He's six to one for first touchdown score at DraftKings plus 750 wow. at BetMGM, which is why in the prop market, it's mm-hmm. a, a lesson we hammer home anytime we have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It, it really does pay to shop around. What about a guy deep on the board? If I'm looking at Cincinnati, like a Samaj P. Ryan, who's almost three to one anytime touchdown score, a guy who in the regular season meeting absolutely gashed Kansas right. City up the middle. Right. Hit 88 yards between the tackles running. Isn't there a world if you get in the red zone, Kansas City's been a horrible red zone defense team. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati likely spaces out the field, mm-hmm. and you could have an opportunity where an up-the-middle gap is right there for a between-the-tackles runner like a Piran. That that could make some sense. Three to one, too. I mean, that's that's very attractive, to be honest with you. I mean, that's any time touchdown. Any time. That's any time touchdown. Thank you for pointing that one out. I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> I, plus 275 at yes. DraftKings. Bet MGM more in the in the closer to three to one to range. Mm-hmm. And is because we also talked about how Joe Mixon had had the great rush game last week. First time he'd done it since early in the regular season. Not not somebody you can really rely on to get a ton of big play carries on right. the ground. I would have, I would imagine P Ryan gets some more run. It's not a sexy name whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But that is one. If you're looking for some value, it, I could easily see finding the end. Yeah, both of these two teams with these two quarterbacks are going to lean out, uh, on the premium playmakers, the, the head of the class, if you will. And we know who those players are. But the role players can make an impact, too. I, anytime touchdown for P. Ryan, I mean, that, that very, very nice number. I was able to get Mike Pritchett's attention <laughs> yes, for that. Yes. Well, when we come back, we still have a half hour to go on the Pro Football Blitz, uncovering every angle for the NFL Conference Championship weekend. We'll do a nice little segment. Our producer, Brian Ortega, is calling Get It Over With. These are some fun props we'll discuss next. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming up on Monday, VSIN has an exclusive first look at the first wave of Super Bowl player props from DraftKings. Johnny Avello, the director of DraftKings Sportsbook, joins our Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds at 9.15 p.m. Eastern time on Live Bet Tonight to reveal the new player props right as they hit the market. Join Femi, Wes, and Johnny Monday night on Live Bet Tonight and get a head live a head start live on all the great Super Bowl prop options. Yeah, Monday night, they're coming out already. Uh, here we are giving our final thoughts as it's the Pro Football Blitz getting you set for NFL Conference Championship weekend. Big thanks to our producer behind the glass, Brian Ortega, Sean McCall, our audio engineer. We have Liz Foster, uh, as well as Isaiah Wrinkle, our technical director uh, downstairs. I, ha- I have some intel coming into my earpiece that uh, our technical director, Liz Foster, has started the Prince Harry memoir. Okay. So you come for the betting inside on Visa and uh-huh. stay for apparently some, some Prince Harry mm. uh, stories. Mm. Nice. Still to come. Not yet. <laughs> okay. She just started the book. Still to come. Okay. Big, we're big, big Prince Harry guys apparently here at the at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Everybody just glosses over William. Why do they go straight to Harry? Why is that? I don't know. Who knows, man? I'm getting more voices in my ear okay. saying William is the man. I don't, <laughs> okay. I am, I don't know. I am not on a side here, but it's a little bit bizarre <laughs> that we care. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? You know what we care about? Yes. Cashing tickets yes, in we NFL do. playoffs, Mike. And uh, Brian, I just thank Brian Ortega for doing a great job as our producer. He has come up with some fun. Let's get it over with props because, and this is a good way to prepare us for Super Bowl betting where there is literally every prop known, known to humankind mm-hmm. you could potentially bet on. A lot of people want to have some action in first half bets that you could, or first quarter bets, first score bets, race to X amount of right. yards bets that you could potentially cash. We'll, uh, we'll show up first some of the NFC props you can bet since that is game number one for the Sunday slate. So you can do the, like, it's kind of contract too. If you have a feeling on how a certain game script will go mm-hmm. or flow, so race to 10 points, race to 20 points, which team will score the first uh, touchdown? Will both teams get off to hot starts? I, I look, that, that's, uh, that, that both teams to score seven or more points in the first quarter, there's no way I would bet the yes on that, even though it is a very juicy plus 425 price for Eagles in San Francisco, uh, simply because if I'm kind of handicapping the, the scripted plays for Kyle Shanahan in the offense, in a perfect world, doesn't he want like a 13-play, seven-and-a-half-minute, 80-yard drive out of the shoot that just blur- that just burns clock and puts his team in a position to, you know, to, to try and shorten the possessions? If anything, if that's if that was the way he wanted to draw it up, wouldn't that be it? Yeah, I'd be curious about that because I mean, the philosophy or scripted plays 
least when I was playing, was like the first 20. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I think it got condensed to like the first 15. I mean, it could go as low as the first 10. Well, we just don't know from a scripted play standpoint um, how deep these play callers are getting now, right? Um, could a big play happen, though, for each side, you know, in that first quarter? If you think it will, you get over four, four to one on there it. There you go. Uh, first quarter total, by the way, is uh, just updating my screen on, on the odds board is nine and a half consensus. That's juice to the under. Okay. That just that tells you where yeah. you know where the odds are. So look, odds are, are that each team or you at least go, are going to get two scores combined. It's mm-hmm. just likely to be a touchdown and a field goal in the first quarter. You know, if anything, well, I would you know I, I I could see where you come from though. If if because of the ability to have big plays on both sides, there is a a world in which that happens. But the I think that helps you eliminate that bet though. Like say you're on the fence yeah. about seven points or more in the first quarter, both teams. I mean. I wasn't really on the fence. Uh, yeah, but, but I'm just but saying, yeah, if you were, if you were. I get it, yeah. Uh, then the probability that, okay, on one side, the Eagles are going to have to generate a big play, and then on the other side, same thing's going to happen from the 49ers. Right. What's the probability of that happening in the first quarter? I'd say probably about the same as uh, <laughs> Plus the implied odds. Over <laughs> 4 to 1. And right. probably, I would say probably more like 20%, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it would be like 5 to 1 sure. if, you're, if you're betting it that way. So yeah. not one I would play. If, there, if there's one I would do on the race two uh, props, the 49ers have been such an elite starting team. Average, their defense allows only one and a half points per drive in first halves, 4.8 yards per play on first downs. Those both led the league. And I'm, I'm one to believe that Kyle Shanahan, especially with how his offense really struggled to find a rhythm against Dallas, they're, they're going to cook up something special coming out of the shoot. So a plus 115 bet on Niners first to 10 points, that is that is an interesting way to attack it, especially if you believe 49ers want to play this close to the vest, a little mm-hmm. more conservative. But at the same time, you know they have efficient weapons to get around the edges and make big plays. It could, it could see San Francisco at a plus money price. That does correlate pretty roughly to the overall game money line, but I like that on a first attempt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things I'm focusing in on, I mean, I love these race two props too, by the way, uh, is like – the big play can happen by being conservative, though. Like, uh, you know, explosive plays and stuff like that are generated in a running game. And, uh, you know, you're talking about chunk yards at times. I mean, I think, I think this year in the National Football League, there is more bigger plays made in a running game than a passing game. Um, so, and we're, you know, 25 yards or more in a passing game, I think, in a running game is considered plus 10 yards or more um, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're thinking about uh, explosive plays uh, in a running game. So more opportunities that way because – more attention to the rushing attack. So by conservative nature, when you mention that, I, I, I think these coaches are okay with that because they generate big plays, explosives, uh, by being conservative, though. I think that's to- – yeah. yeah, and that's why – that's, to me, the brilliance of mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan as a head coach. You can, you can be conservative while still right. drawing up really impactful plays that, can, that have the ability to go, you know, especially after the catch for, for mm-hmm. big distances – and that's that's the beauty, and it's a big reason why you and I both are certainly liking the San Francisco side. I'm mm-hmm. um, heading in that race to ten. That pretty much mirrors the consensus game money line. Yeah. So it, look, it's not you know much further off than than the full game. But if you at least think San Francisco controls the scripted plays element, that could be a way to look on the AFC Championship side with Kansas City taking on Cincinnati at home. Uh, if you look at some of the the race two props, the only way I would attack these, Mike, is if you had you had real conviction on. Patrick Mahomes, one way or the other. If you felt like, okay, this guy's going to come out, he'll be shot up however he has to be, <laughs> and he will look really good. And Andy Reid, who is a dynamic play caller and a coach, uh, I would say pretty suited to coming up with a, a game plan for even a hobbled quarterback in a situation with, with the adversity like this. Like, if you wanted to make that case and you say, okay, Kansas City, they come out uh, guns blazing, minus 120 to score the first touchdown, I, I could – I could be talked into that. I could also be talked into the Bengals scoring the first touchdown at minus 110 mm-hmm. if you believe the opposite to be true and that it's a shaky start from Mahomes and it takes him some time to work his way into the game. Yeah, you know, one of the things we have not talked about is uh, what I think, um, look, we're, we're talking about conference championships. We're talking about uh, going to the Super Bowl. You know, it, all it takes is for a defensive lineman to kind of roll up on Patrick all it takes yep. is for a defensive lineman for Cincinnati to kind of tackle him by his ankle. You know, I, do not put that out of your mind. I mean, it's not a dirty play. Uh, you're not trying to intentionally hurt him, but you know that he's hobbled, though. You know which ankle it is. Um, 
That's going to be identified. Both teams have made it very clear. There's sure. no love lost no. between the two coming no, in. No, not at all. Not at all. So that could put a big damper on a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Um, uh, but I had to mention it because we're, we're looking at the uh, race two fair. props as well as the props yeah. for or any game situation. I mean, uh, I think that could be in play. Um, but therefore, more reasons why I think he's going to take something to help him with the medicine, mm-hmm. with, with the pain. So um, a healthy healthy Patrick Mahomes, you have to be aggressive with him on the field. It's, so the game plan has to be aggressive, I think. So will both teams score seven points or more in the first quarter? Plus 400 right there, 4-1 to one with these two type of quarterbacks. I mean – I give that a much better chance yeah. than in San Francisco, Absolutely Philadelphia. A much knowing, better chance. knowing the strategies of both offensive coordinators and play callers mm-hmm. could easily be a thing. And it's a good point to bring up that as much as you can have a belief on Patrick Mahomes' status coming in, right. don't, don't, it, don't force yourself and pigeonhole yourself into a corner as if to say, I, I have to believe in that to hold up for 60 minutes because that could change right away. You could take a hit on the first drive. You have to be willing to adapt. That's why in-game betting is so important. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I, I look at it from the matchup of and perspective of Andy Reid as head coach and say that's the one guy nobody's talked about all week. I mean, he, as much as we give Andy Reid a hard time for mangling some of the in-game clock scenarios, especially at the end of first halves, is there a coach you would rather want to, to, to be in a position like this to come up with some crazy plays? Like, you know Reid's going deep into the bag of tricks. Is there, is there a better coach, more uniquely equipped to handling a situation where a star quarterback is hobbled in today's yeah. NFL than Andy Reid? I don't know that there well, is. Well, and plus, you know, Patrick allows him to get to any play he wants to get to in a playbook. Um, like, you have your game plan. That's a condensed playbook, basically. Uh, but yet, if Cincinnati is presenting something or doing something, okay, we can get to any play we need to get to uh, because we know that play, and our quarterback knows that play. He knows how to execute it. But, no, I, for as long as Patrick is going to be available, I think uh, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy will be aggressive uh, with their play calling. From the pocket, and the guy is an incredible pocket passer. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, you have to because, like you said before, I mean, somebody could roll up or somebody could fall on or somebody could tackle a specific area uh, of Patrick Mahomes' body, and therefore, uh, what do you do after that? I think Chad Henney is going to be ready to go. They had to prep him this week uh, practice. You have to. Uh, you're if you're, you're the only person I've heard talk about that element of Chad mm-hmm. Henney. Yet, I mean, the odds – it's a realistic chance that Henny will could potentially have to take a snap at some point. It's not crazy to see a world where he has to come in the game. Mm-hmm, right. So credit to you, Mike Pritchard. You've actually <laughs> done the prep on this and expecting, at least in, in your mind, in preparing mind. for that potential situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one bonus of, of these race two props I throw at, Pirine, first to 20 rushing yards, it's 11 to 1. Could see that happening. I could see that he happening gashed as well. the Bengals up the, sure. the Chiefs out the middle in the first meeting this year, 20 yards. Mm-hmm. That's not much. He is also a running back. <laughs> P-Rod. Okay, when we come back, our final thoughts on the show. Some Super Bowl MVP markets. We'll take a look at those next. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. We're back for the final time, wrapping things up on the Pro Football Blitz. It's hard to believe the three hours have just flown by, <laughs> Mike Richard, even though there's only two games for us to talk about. Yeah, but that's right. Never discount the deep, deep, deep dive. Well, we only did two deeps. Tomorrow, we're going to do three deeps. Okay. We set it up for tomorrow. Four-hour yeah. show tomorrow, 9 to midnight Eastern. Mm-hmm. We'll be on the air for the second half. We'll come on around halftime of the second game. So Chiefs-Bengals will basically do a pseudo-betcast. Mm-hmm. Mike, you've been a part of that uh, here at, at uh, VEASAN, our Super Bowl betcast for the past few seasons. So we'll do that tomorrow. Then we will be on the air as the Super Bowl matchup. We will know that. And as the Super Bowl line comes out. So we will, we will have the first reaction yeah. breakdown. Real quick. So talking before, about deep, deep, deep dive. Yeah, yeah, real quick. Speaking of deep, deep, deep. Um, Miles Sanders uh, pops off the page here from big play rushes. Uh, and, again, it's against the 49ers defense. But uh, he was fourth in the National Football League in front of Justin Fields, by the way, uh, with, you know, right behind Derrick Henry with 34 uh, explosive plays rushing the football. Mm. And his longest rush prop at DraftKings is 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Mm. And that, that's probably being depressed a little bit because he is facing an elite 49ers right. rush defense. But if you're a believer in him as a player in the mm-hmm. scheme – there you go. Yeah, no, That's I mean, you got Nick Chubb that led the way. I mean, offensive line for the Cleveland and Stefanski messed that up. But anyway, he had 47 <laughs> of them, right? Rich is still mad oh, about Kevin oh, Stefanski. The, season, the Brown season has been over for sure. a month. I'm, yeah. And I completely agree. Yeah, Josh Jacobs was right behind him at 41. He was a rushing leader, all pro. Uh, then Derrick Henry, we know what he is. And he was at 37. Then Miles Sanders right there at 34. So... That a good read, really good. Yeah. Fifty-one and a half is the rushing prop mm-hmm. for Miles Sanders. Like I'm, a, I'm of the position and the belief, and I'm not a huge player prop player uh, player prop guy in the regular season anyway. I'm staying out of the player yeah. props this round, and mostly because I have a lot of conviction on San Francisco to win the game in advance. Mm-hmm. Have them in two different teasers. We've played the 14 point middle, took the Bengals <laughs> early in the week, and you could do it now when they were an underdog. Took the Chiefs on Tuesday, like you did, Mike, when mm-hmm. they flipped to the underdog. So we've set this up well. It's going to hope for, for San Francisco for uh, playoff survivor, right. for teaser purposes, and then the Chiefs-Bengals game to land seven or less either way. Well, just want a close game, and that's how I'm playing it. I'm, I, don't, I don't feel like there's enough edges on the player prop market this okay. to get involved. So let's help out the audience here real quick because, okay, a lot of action is going to come in tomorrow for the games. Oh, yes, right? there will be. So I got a couple of texts during the show in terms of uh, expectations of the Lions, you know, and uh, Jimmy Vicaro uh, came in with a big ticket. Uh, South Point moved that line, uh, San Francisco, Philly to three. Obviously, there was some resist- resistance it there. Back, back down to, down two, to and two, two and a half. So going into tomorrow, can you see from your experience, like, do you anticipate more line movement here? I, I mean, in San Francisco, what, look, San Francisco, Philadelphia, I, I expect us to see those threes pop. Okay. Where it's like a three even money. For Philadelphia, minus mm-hmm. 120 if you want San Francisco, and those threes to get immediately gobbled up. I okay. expect us to continue to do a song dance. and dance between two and a half and three. Okay. So if you like San Francisco, it, you wake up tomorrow. If you haven't, like, if you haven't bet this already, and you haven't, you do, weren't able to jump in on any of the threes that popped earlier today, but check out and, and wait to see if those pop. But if they do, you got to act quickly. Yeah. I mean, Circa was the first book on Friday that went to. Eagles minus three, and I, I believe it lasted three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the time you have to understand as a better. And there are ways you can you go to vison.com. You can see all the all the books and all the odds in real time. 
And we have a partnership with Don Best. We show in real time where the odds are. Mm-hmm. So you have to be uh, quick, quick on the draw there. Look, from Chiefs, Bengals, I mean, would it surprise me if the number – I don't think it goes any higher on Kansas City at this point. I mean, the market has made it pretty right. clear that it had no idea what to do with mm-hmm. the Mahomes injury situation. It, it flipped erroneously. And then probably, it probably, it's fair to say that went way too far right. on a move of four and a half points. One and a half is probably the right number, in my opinion. I would mm-hmm. make the game Chiefs minus three if both teams were at even strength. It's fair to, to drop Kansas City a point or so in the power ratings. Would I be stunned if Cincinnati took some money and this comes back near a pick em, close that way? I, I wouldn't. But if you, if you like a side there, I mean, one is a pretty negligible number right. in NFL betting. So I right. doubt that it's really more from, you know, from the teaser angle. Well, I was that just it's still, it's still a big thing. Yeah. I was just curious. Cause you know, whatever the line is right now and then, okay, people see Patrick Mahomes warming up, you know, that whole thing. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Oh, I feel good about that bet. And then, okay, you throw in cause home field advantage really is just separating uh, these two teams, mm-hmm. whether it's the chiefs and the Bengals. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of people that have the opinion that the Bengals are a number one seed. In fact, right. Uh, even though they're a three seed, but um, the way that they've been playing, it could be a number one seed, but the injuries, I, I think the injury, like I said, I've taken the injuries, out of the equation because they, the injuries on both sides kind of give strength to the other side, opposite side, if you will. So uh, I think it neutralizes that situation. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And that's why at one and a half, we're in today's NFL. That's about what right. home field advantage is. I, I, don't, I don't have any quibble with mm-hmm. having making that the number. Okay. I had an issue when it went all the way to t- Bengals minus two and a half. That <laughs> right. was way too. And you and I both felt the yep. same way. That's why we teased it uh, and cheese Kansas City up. But at this point, that's a fair number, and I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect as much of the back and forth there. Okay. And, again, it's not like the, the number matters as much. Not many games land one. Mm-hmm. And you're also just bet, check the money line prices. Yeah, check the money, money lines. Mm-hmm. fluctuate as well as, right. as larger bets come in uh, with the limits opening up. As we wrap up the show, there are some opportunities to look ahead to Super Bowl betting mm-hmm. before we get there. Last chances to get in on any of the futures. Super Bowl MVP represents an interesting possibility, depending on where your convictions lie. So Super Bowl odds have the Eagles as a favorites, plus 240. Chiefs right behind it, plus 260. Bengals plus 275. And the Niners plus 350. You contrast that with Super Bowl MVP odds, courtesy of DraftKings. The obvious one, there's really two obvious ones. If you Depending on if you like the Chiefs or if you like the Bengals. If you like them right now and you want to get a futures, bet Patrick Mahomes at plus 350 or bet Joe Burrow at plus 350. Mm-hmm. It, is it, I mean, it's hard to imagine a world in which Kansas City or Cincinnati win the Super Bowl and their respective quarterbacks do not win Super Bowl MVP. Right. It's just hard to imagine that. You're getting a much better number right, right. than the current Totally price. agree with that. Totally agree with that. Um, go ahead and bet it now if you're on that side with AFC, uh, Patrick or, or Joe. The issue is just how could you – like, I don't know how many – I don't know many people that have super, super conviction on either either side here going in. It's just – it's hard to like, – again, I lean um, Kansas City, but – Nothing would surprise us tomorrow well, outside narr- of a blowout. What's the narrative? I mean, Kansas City, the narrative would be Patrick Mahomes, certainly, right, uh, with the ankle and all that. I mean, Joe Burrow, uh, he's going to get his offensive line, maybe one of them back healthy, healthy for the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yeah, Joe Burrow is Joe Cool. I mean, he's, he's got a narrative built in already. The ways – look, if you're looking at other teams, the, way you, the ways you look at this, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm slanted because I – I believe in San Francisco winning the game tomorrow over Philadelphia, so I would not touch Philadelphia props. But San Francisco is the ultimate team where you can make a case for five, six guys winning a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, as much as it's traditionally been a quarterback award, is there ever a team that profiles better than San Francisco for a non-QB to win MVP, even though Brock Purdy is listed among the favorites? Yeah, I mean, we just saw um, Cooper Cup win it last year, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know me, I, receiver is right there. Uh, they're in front of running backs, I want to say, for Super Bowl MVPs. Um, so tied for second with running backs uh, behind quarterbacks there. So uh, McCaffrey at 15 to 1, how do you pass that up um, from a Super Bowl MVP yeah. standpoint? I mean, George Kittle, 60 George to Kittle, 1. George Kittle, sure. That absolutely. is interesting to me. And also, can we get Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> off the list? What is he doing at 60 to 1? I don't know. He's not playing in the Super yeah. Bowl. He might be active. Brock Purdy at plus 650. How about that, though? Yeah, and yet I find myself not attracted not to that attracted at all. To that? Yeah. I'm just not. And in, what's interesting, too, what, like, if Purdy ends up winning mm-hmm. Offensive Rookie of the Year, there was a big debate on that. Should he even be eligible with only the limited you know, half-dozen right. game sample size? 
I, I felt like the, the way he came in and and steadied the ship and was so efficient, he deserved to be mm-hmm. a finalist for Offensive Rookie of the Year. If Purdy wins that award again, this is always the danger. Super Bowl you're, MVP. You're though. handicapping the hand, you're handicapping the voters. Would voters say, "Well, he already got one award. This is this is the ultimate team, mm-hmm. San Francisco, this year." Unless he does something amazing in, right. in a Super Bowl, we're probably not giving it to him. Is there a Von Miller on this list? Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa would uh, like a, would like a word. Yeah. Fifty to one. And that's been that was ninety to one at the start of the playoffs. <sighs> Kittle was in the hundred. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, fifty to one. I mean, we saw uh, Von Miller wreck. I mean, we saw Aaron Donald wreck the game, but then. People yeah. were not – they were probably out the elevator at that point. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's what happened. They couldn't cast that vote. The point being, <laughs> if there's a long shot angle to take before the games kick off tomorrow for mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP, it's on – this. It's on, and just it, – look, even if you feel like San Francisco-Philadelphia is a coin flip, yeah, there's just more equity in the number of guys San Francisco has who can legitimately – Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's where okay. you would sprinkle it. I mean, San Francisco – uh, wins the game against the Eagles, gets into the Super Bowl. That's okay. one from a Super Bowl MVP standpoint, I would sprinkle on several people. So our picks, San Francisco, mm-hmm. Kansas City. Let's go. Let's go. That's it. Who knows what's going to happen? Now we <laughs> right. let it all unfold. One possession game. with all your bets. For Mike Pritchard, I'm Ben Wilson. This has been the Pro Football Blitz from v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.